Jimmy Hawk fan here, and what a football game we saw yesterday in Champaign, Illinois, where the Iowa Hawkeyes got the big win, and I'm still pumped about that. 35-21 to 21 was the final, and, and the Hawkeyes really had an, an awesome performance after a really rough start in that game. Illinois started off the scoring in the first quarter with a touchdown, went down the field pretty easily, and it was a little bit frustrating to see the defense getting worked like that. And then Iowa could do nothing, and Spencer Petrus got sacked a couple of times, once in each of the first couple of possessions. He threw some really errant passes those first couple possessions to guys that were wide open, not really difficult passes, and he was throwing it at their feet. Um, so it was kind of hard to understand what was going on, and then Illinois went down and scored another touchdown to go up 14 to nothing, and... Uh, it was just looking bleak at that point. I mean, it was still just the second quarter, but the offense is doing nothing. Defense can't stop Illinois. Brandon Peters looks like a world beater at quarterback for Illinois. And uh, it was frustrating. And then all of a sudden, something changed. And the Hawkeyes got going on defense, started making stops, and basically shut down Illinois from that point on until late in the fourth quarter and what a performance that defense put up yesterday and then the offense starts rolling and in the second quarter the big 22-yard touchdown pass from Petrus to Sam Laporta and that was Sam Laporta's first touchdown of his career and he's an Illinois kid so I'm sure that felt really good for him but all of a sudden, you're looking at it and going, man, Petrus made some really nice passes there, and, and after that slow start, maybe we can get something going. And then the Hawkeyes got the ball back, and field goal, 40-yarder for Keith Duncan. It's 10-14, to 14, and right before half, the Hawkeyes did it again and got down to the three- or four-yard line, and... I don't know, you know, some people are saying Iowa should have called a timeout, or shouldn't have called a timeout, should have tried to line up and run a play with 20 seconds left, and, and then if they don't get it, call a timeout and still have time to throw a couple passes. I'm not sure on that. That, that makes a lot of sense to me, but you, know, you should be able to, to throw three passes and get a touchdown from the three or four yard line, it seems like. Um, but I don't know what was going on with those plays. It looked like... You know, at least in one of them, that maybe the wide receiver and quarterback kind of missed, had a little miscommunication on there. And uh, overall, though, uh, that was a disappointing ending, but got the big field goal from Keith Duncan uh, to make it 13 to 14. Uh, and 13 to 14, when the Hawkeyes were down 14 zip to start the game. That just made this a completely different ball game here. So that was exciting. Going into halftime thinking, okay, here we go. Uh, Hawkeyes are back in this. And the defense just continued to roll in the third quarter. Illinois couldn't get anything going. Amir Smith-Marset caught a beautiful, short little four-yard pass from, from Spencer Petrus, but, but just easy for him to catch it and just glide right into the end zone. Hawkeyes go for two, 
and that was a beautiful play too. Uh, Petrus passed it to Tyler Goodson, and he got he just dove into the end zone for the two point play to make it twenty one fourteen Hawkeyes. And man, at that point, I'm feeling really good the way that the defense is playing and the way the Hawkeyes are just moving the ball on offense. It's a totally different Spencer Petrus out there at this point. And fourth quarter, Hawkeyes drive down. Sean Byer caps it off with a 16-yard touchdown pass from Spencer Petrus, probably his best pass of the year. It just, I mean, he just dropped it right in the breadbasket and a great catch as well by Sean Byer as he was, he was covered pretty closely by a defender, you know, who's trying to knock the ball out. Uh, the great pass, great catch. And that was Sean Byer's first touchdown pass or reception as well. Uh, the senior tight end who, you know, he was, you know, had TJ Hawkinson and Noah, Noah Fant ahead of him for a couple of years. And he's had uh, some injuries as well. And, and good to see him really, really doing well this year, not only blocking, but also uh, receiving. He's, he's been more and more involved in the receiving game, and, and that's, been, that's been a lot of fun to see for that senior. And then the Hawkeyes close out their scoring with Amir Smith-Marset's 13-yard run on a jet sweep where he dove to the pylon and just got in. It's great seeing Amir Smith-Marset getting so much more involved here in a game like this um, and and getting to see his talents. He's got so much speed and athleticism. Illinois did have a late touchdown. Uh, Carlos Sandy caught a 29-yard pass from Isaiah Williams. And, and I'll mention Isaiah Williams was in there because they finally benched Brandon Peters. I think at one point he had only completed two of his last 10 passes and, and just couldn't get anything going. Uh, and I mean, Isaiah Williams did okay. He didn't. He he ran the ball pretty well, and he completed a great touchdown pass at the end of the game. There was only 26 seconds left, just to make the final score 35 to 21. And Iowa had pretty much all their reserves in for that final drive. So great game for the Hawkeyes. Big win. Those border, those border state wins are always just always feel really good. And the Hawkeyes have been owning Illinois seven games, seven games in a row, uh, beating Illinois. Um, Wisconsin's the one coming up next week where we haven't had a lot of success. The Hawkeyes have had great success against Nebraska lately and, and Minnesota. Um, but man, Wisconsin, that's another one of those, those trophy games. And, and we've had all of the trophies. We've been, you know, five years in a row beating Iowa State, Minnesota, Nebraska, and then Wisconsin has been really elusive over the last several years. We need to get the bull back in Iowa City. But let's let's take a look at, at some of the stats here. And Spencer Petrus, I mean, I, I can't say enough about this kid as far as just a rough, rough start in this game. And he ended up 18 of 28, 220 yards. Uh, that's about eight yards per attempt, three touchdowns. He had a, a long of 24 yards. He was sacked twice, and that was in those first couple of possessions and a 165 rating. 
So, this was by far his best game of the year. And, you know, you can't take out certain series, but take away the first few series in this game, and what a just phenomenal job he did and, uh, to bring the team back and, and help lead them to a, a big win. Running the ball, you know who we're, who we're always going to talk about here is Tyler Goodson, Mackay Sargent, T. Goody, and, and Sarge. Those guys are just so much fun to watch run the football. They're kind of similar running styles. Um, but uh, Goodson had 19 carries, 92 yards, almost a five-yard average. And he also was running the Wildcat, which we've seen some in, in some prior games, but, but Iowa did the Wildcat in this game a lot more than normal. And at one point in the fourth quarter, ran five plays in a row. And they were just so excited. I mean, Brian Ferentz has done a great job uh, designing some of these plays with Goodson getting the snap and then being able to hand it off to Mackay or Ivory Kelly Martin. Uh, we had, there was Tyrone Tracy Jr. in the backfield and he had an awesome run of 21 yards and, and Amir Smith-Marset on the reverse had the big gainer as well. Uh, I think that one was about 30 yards. So that I mean, just seems to have Illinois just seemed to be on their heels when the Hawkeyes were, were running the Wildcat with all those talented players in the backfield and running in motion and, and getting the ball to those players and ha letting Goodson decide, do I hand it off or do I keep it and just run it up the gut for 10 yards? So that's, that was just a blast in this game in the fourth quarter when the Hawkeyes just kept running the Wildcat. We had some great receivers in this game. Brandon Smith was really, really good. Five catches, 58 yards. Laporta and Amir Smith-Marset, both with four catches. And then Byer and Goodson with two apiece. And then Monty Potabaum with the big 20-yarder to kind of kind of get things going uh, offensively for the Hawkeyes early on. Again, the special teams for the Hawkeyes continue to excel. And Keith Duncan, two for two on field goals. Uh, Torrey Taylor had some booming 50-plus yard punts that kind of helped dig Iowa out of the hole a couple times. And then a couple of punts inside the 20 again, and one of them inside the five. So just a great job he continues to do. Charlie Jones returning punts. He's just fearless out there. And he had the 18-yarder to set up an Iowa score on a really short field. So just... <laughs> Iowa is special teams you right now too, I think. So fun stuff. And then defensively, at defensive line, Chauncey Golston with eight tackles. He had half a sack and, and Davion Nixon had half a sack and they both getting tackles for loss. Uh, and Zach Van Valkenburg with another big game. So uh, just a lot of fun watching this defensive line and the linebackers flying around. Uh, Neiman, eight tackles as well. But the defensive backs really shut things down, it seemed like, too. I mean, uh, I it seemed like Dane Belton, you know, with some huge hits, and then Kayvon Merriweather. I haven't noticed him as much as I did in this game as far as just putting the wood to guys and, and making some big hits. 
Matt Hankins had a knockdown. And even, you know, Riley Moss had a couple of passes early on that he gave up to the stud wide receiver for Illinois. And he was just all over that receiver. And it was perfect pass both times. And he was trying to knock the ball loose. And it was a great job by the receiver. So I can't really fault him much for that. I think Riley Moss has been doing a really good job out there. And Jack Kerner as well. So, uh, also good. We got to see a lot of the reserves in there. And Barrington Wade played quite a bit in this game. Trying to stop the run out there. But uh, guys like Terry Roberts, who are so good on special teams, great to see them. Uh, him and Justin Jacobs, for example, get out there and, and get some playing time running, running with the defense. Well, the Hawkeyes have the Badgers this coming Saturday. And I like to say it, the 5-2 and two Hawko, Hawkeyes. 5-2 and two Hawkeyes with a five-game winning streak have the Badgers on Saturday. And I, what are we gonna, what do we expect with the Badgers? They played Illinois in the first game of the year and beat them 45 to seven at Camp Randall in Madison. The next week, well then they, <laughs> yeah, then they kind of got covered. Uh, the, the team seemed to have a COVID issue there. And uh, they had canceled their next two games, Nebraska and Purdue. So they didn't even play those. And, and with the Big Ten season starting so late, there's no no bye weeks or time to, to make up games, so those are just canceled. Then they they thumped Michigan 49 to 11. You're kind of thinking, oh boy, okay, this is that really good Nebraska team or a really good Wisconsin team. And come to find out, you know, Michigan's not so good. So I don't know. Um, it's been interesting to see the last two games. Wisconsin lost to Northwestern 7-17 to and not putting up points. And then they had a game against Minnesota, canceled due to COVID. This was a Minnesota issue this time, I think. And then yesterday on Saturday, Indiana in Madison, Wisconsin, Camp Randall Stadium, wins 14-6. to And that's just pitiful. I mean, offensively for, for Wisconsin, they put up seven points against Northwestern and six against Indiana. And I do think Indiana, Indiana's defense is better than, than what we've historically seen from them. They, they seem to have a really good coach over there. Um, but that game, I didn't see any of it, but if, I was looking, just trying to figure out kind of what happened there. And both teams just seemed to struggle mightily. And Wisconsin had 140 yards rushing. They only gave up about 85 yards rushing to Indiana. But Indiana's first-string quarterback is injured. He's not even playing anymore. And Indiana passed for 130 yards. Wisconsin passed for 200. Um, total yards for Indiana, 217, and they won the game. And, and Wisconsin had 342 yards. So they did have turnovers, and uh, I think they, I think uh, Indiana had one turnover, and Wisconsin had two, and, and probably the story of the game right there. So, man, we need the bull back in Iowa City. It's been too long. Um, 
Kirk Ferentz and the Iowa Hawkeyes have done a great job over the last several years beating Iowa State, Minnesota, Nebraska, Illinois, you know, these border states and, and, and with some of those having trophy games as well. But Wisconsin has, you know, Kirk had a lot of success uh, kind of early on. He, he had some big games beating Wisconsin at Camp Randall um, on Barry Alvarez's last game. And, and I remember some other being over there uh, for another game that the Hawkeyes won in Camp Randall. But over the last several years, it's been, it's been the tough one. And I know this about Wisconsin. They're going to have a really tough defense. And so Iowa does too. But Iowa is going to have to win the turnover battle. Iowa is going to have to uh, play really clean football and, and just grind it out. It's going to be one of those grind it out ball games. And I sure want the Hawkeyes to get the win. So... We'll be covering a little bit more detail on Wisconsin uh, later on in the week. But a uh, great win for the Hawkeyes on Saturday, going to 5-2. And, two. and uh, really excited to have another game left. And then the cross-divisional game where it looks like the Hawkeyes will be playing Indiana. So anyway, go Hawks, and uh, we'll talk again soon.